This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. A woman goes for a run on a country road and is assaulted and murdered. We'll hear from a family member who founded an organization devoted to safety awareness. She offers tips and advice for women to help them stay safe. It is a big time where you want to zone out and not really pay attention to your surroundings, but it's just not safe to do that. You should be aware, but also you don't want to change your whole life. Then, a leading consumer advocate talks about the rampant online abuse of our privacy and our personal data. We are at a watershed moment. The digital world is a new frontier, and it's full of a lot of opportunities, but there's also a lot of consumer harm and problems. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's InfoTrack. The show begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. While out for a run on a country road, a woman is assaulted and murdered. A family member later founds an organization devoted to safety awareness for women. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. There have been a number of recent high-profile cases of women abducted while jogging and killed. Others are harassed or demeaned. But supporters are fighting back. And joining us now is Caroline Tocci, president and co-founder of the Vanessa T. Marcotte Foundation. It provides programs supporting women runners in safety awareness, self-defense, advocacy, and more. It's all aimed at reducing harassment and violence against women. Caroline, there may not be specific stats about this, so can you sort of characterize how many women do face harassment or violence when running? Yes. Actually, the statistics are very shocking that one in six women are assaulted and women even under the age of 15 or below have been catcalled. 84% of women have been harassed while running and one in three women experience sexual violence in their lifetime. So these statistics are pretty shocking, and most people listening probably resonates with them as well. So let's get your advice for women with specifics on safety. Many women may not have heard of the app Road ID, which you use. Now tell us about that. Road ID tracks your location. So when you go out for a run, you can start your workout and It will text a few members emergency contacts that you put in before you run so that they know they have a map of your GPS location and can track you as you run, which is just really helpful in general for anyone. And so there's so many different running apps like Run Buddy, which does something similar. And then also just enabling, if you have an iPhone, enabling Find My Friends, the app on your phone, and putting in a few contacts there. In case something does happen, you would have a friend or someone, a family member, looking out for you to know where you are at all times. And these apps share your location in real time? Yes. Very good. And how do you select, how does a runner, how should a runner select the routes to run from a safety perspective? Definitely avoid routines. That can be hard to do when you really have a favorite loop, but running the same day, same time, 
same place is very predictable and unfortunately it's just not safe to be a woman right now and someone who loves to run outside and it is a big time where you want to zone out and not really pay attention to your surroundings but in this case as we see with the recent case is that it's just not safe to do that. And much has been made about the time of day as it relates to safety while running. What is your view of that? Actually, statistically, most assaults attacks happen from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I know a lot of people like to, you know, say, oh, she was running early in the morning or she should not have been alone that early in the morning when it's dark or don't go out late at night. And what were you wearing? And that's just a victim blaming perspective. And after my cousin Vanessa died, she was killed the middle of the day, 1 p.m. in a safe neighborhood a similar instance, but in the middle of a day on a busy road. And it just goes to show that it doesn't matter where you are, what time. We just have to come to the fact that it's just not safe to be a woman in our society. And just to clarify what we mean here, although attacks can and do, as you just said, happen at any hour at all, is a woman more vulnerable to attack during the hours when it's dark or when fewer people are out to deter a potential attacker? Yes, that's definitely true. You should be aware, but also you don't want to change your whole life. Like Women shouldn't have to change their own interests because of this kind of instance. But yes, being alone when it's dark out would be more vulnerable for someone to attack you. We're visiting with Caroline Tocci, president and co-founder of the Vanessa T. Marcotte Foundation, dedicated to empowering women to live safely and fearlessly. Caroline, you were just mentioning it a second ago, safety on a run demands awareness. So should women runners not wear headphones? That's a great question. And so I've been kind of battling with that because I love my music and I was just training for a marathon and definitely couldn't run without my music. There's actually headphones that are made. I use Aftershocks. They're bone conduction headphones and they go over your ear, not inside your ear. And you can hear the music well, but you can also hear your surroundings. You could hear traffic around you or if there is someone coming up behind you. So I really love using those. But if you are going to use the traditional earbuds, definitely only use one and keep one earbud out so you can hear what is going around you. Do you advise women to carry pepper spray or a knife or even a firearm? I would say whatever makes you feel safe. I've kind of experimented with carrying pepper spray or a knife that's like very light on my shorts when I'm running. But if I'm going to be out for a while alone, but it's whatever makes you feel safe. That's hard to do. I think it's hard to feel safe these days, especially seeing these type of cases. But it's whatever will make you feel comfortable. One woman commented that she brings her 90-pound dog on a run with her. Can large animals be a good deterrent? Yes, I think so. I think definitely having a dog or even if you're running with a group or some other person, just so you're not alone, will definitely bring comfort and prevent a situation from happening because there's more either people or your dog could be barking at the attacker and people could hear that is much more helpful. Any other tips that come to mind that you think would be useful for women to keep in mind? I think just being generally aware. If you see something suspect, definitely cross the street or go the other way. 
and know where you're going. I think that's a big one too. Like looking confused or lost obviously can make you a target. And just don't be distracted. As I said before, people like to zone out on runs, but unfortunately you can't do that. You need to still be aware and know your surroundings. Caroline Tachi, president and co-founder of the Vanessa T. Marcotte Foundation. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. Next, protecting online privacy and personal data. That story straight ahead. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. 